Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. First time you heard this. <laughs> How many times? Because this this not your this not your <clears throat> How old were you when this song came out? When did this album come out? Now listen. That album came out. Well, let me tell you like this. So being the youngest of four boys and all of them like outcasts. Uh, Fred woke me up to this song every Right. I was supposed to say because this is like around you know, our time. But we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. <sighs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Another Sunday. This is what we do. This is what we do on Sundays. We record and vibe out. And you know what? I, I double booked today, so I want to see how the day goes. Um, but I do want to say a special shout out to the ladies. We had Girl Talk last week. And we had a good time. So if you did not listen to Girl Talk um, episode 74, please make sure, uh, please go back and listen to episode 74. It was a lot of fun. We talked about so many things. Shout out to Kelly, Rashonda, and Sherelle. Uh, We talked about social media. We talked about Twitter. Uh, We talked about altars and and talking to the ancestors. And we, we did a lot. And it was a good time, and I appreciate them so much for hanging out and having a conversation with Mo. But today, <sighs> I had to uh, deep dig deep in my bag and uh, get the real important people. It's, listen, it's hard to get the real people, top-tier folks to come sit down and have a conversation with Mo. But, you know, sometimes the top-tier people reach out to me, and I'm a little surprised, and I, I like stuff like that because I'm like, oh, some is listening so i you know i was like really in my bag when they, i got that message and was like hey let's link up and i was like well let's let's do it tomorrow this weekend and anyway uh y'all say hey to trevor welcher appreciate you man appreciate you Oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. Trev says so. Listen, you you give me the Kev on stage type th- vibes, so I really like it. Um, Trev has been around for uh, years now, um, even though he's a baby in my eyes. Um, but you know he's he's popular on the scene now, so we're gonna get into so much today. We're gonna talk about Trev says so. We're gonna talk about ARC. We're gonna talk about Delaware. We're gonna talk about Greek life, Daddy life, all that good stuff, and just kind of see um, where I really want to know where Trev says so came from. So we'll 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 jump into that. But I want to talk about this song first because you hit. I always when people come on the show. I always say, give me your favorite song, something you have in rotation right now. And, you know, they'll give me something latest, greatest, you know, whatever. Or, you know, I'll get a throwback. Or, But listen, that good mob was, <laughs> that took me like high school back. So tell me, tell me how you got that. Tell, tell me how, you said that's your, you listen to that song every morning. Every morning. Okay. So how did that come about? Every morning. So um, for me. It's, it's it's two things for me. That song hits home. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, the youngest of four boys, you know that song was in rotation every morning, um, and I didn't know why, but it just kind of resonated with me. So now, 
with me and, and my oldest brother Hawthorne losing two brothers. Yeah. I listen to it every morning because what it does, it it really does free my mind in the morning. Yeah. Free from uh, you know, any um anxiety, any any mental issues, any any uh negative things. Like you wanna go into the day, you know, with with with, with your mind with open. A fresh with mind. a fresh mind. So listen, you know what? Now now that you kinda put it into perspective and mm-hmm. I listen to the words and I listen to the song, I'm like, okay, I can see where that goes. And like I told you earlier, you're like the second person that has said Hey, this is I listen to this song, or I have a song that I listen to, and I'm so totally different. When I wake up in the morning, I say, "Hey Google, play music," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shoom, this is how we get the day started. And it's funny now because I, I changed positions recently, and I don't get the opportunity. I'm a music person, mm-hmm. and I don't get the opportunity to really listen to music as much as I used to. Um, because my office changed and now I'm in, I'm not in a closed space anymore. I'm more in a, like an open space. And so it's a little frustrating because <laughs> <laughs> music is, is my out is my mental outlet. So I get the opportunity to really just kind of listen to the lyrics, listen to the song, kind of free my mind a little bit. And now it's either in the car or here at home. And mm-hmm. I have way too much shit going on <laughs> to do it at home. So, okay, well, listen, talk about, um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, uh, the Welchers are very prominent in Augusta, uh, Dr. Welcher and the Welcher boys, and they went to ARC, and they all played sports, and this, this, and that. Listen, love all of them. I was very good friends with your brother Fred and friends with uh, your cousin HJ. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I could be in the in crowd. <laughs> I know I could say that I know the Welchers, and I remember when your mom used to teach at CT Walker and had the trailer oh, yeah. outside that was pink and green. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know about that, <laughs> then you don't know the Welchers. So how 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 did y'all? How did Jordan your? How did the Welchers become a household name throughout the CSRA? Uh, for well, we have our family is huge. Okay. Um. So not that's just very true. Yeah. Not just my immediate family, but you know my cousins. We're all over the place. Yeah. Um. So you know, I think for us it started with my grandma. Okay. Um. She used to do a lot of things in the church. She we that's just how we all everybody went over there as a as a unit. Okay. Um. And then as the family started getting bigger and bigger, we started going all over the country. So gotcha. it's just. You know, we were just taught that family was everything, and, and we still are. And, and y'all are very, very, very athletic. <laughs> Four boys, very athletic. How many sports did everybody play? Uh, so Hawk played. I think Hawk might have played the most. He and Zay. Okay. Um, baseball, baseball, basketball. Um, Zay played baseball and basketball. Fred only played football, and I only played basketball. Really. Mm-hmm. See you playing football. Football I, was never your thing. I got asked. I got asked. My best friend and I, JP John Prince Jones, um, we both got asked. He played golf, to be honest with you. So we just when I when I started figuring out, like I didn't get to Richmond until what ninth grade, um, but I started playing like actual sports. I went to Lane for eighth grade. Before then, I was at CT Walker and Davidson. Ah, so you weren't <laughs> in the team sports because mm-hmm. oh yeah, and Walker is K through eight, mm-hmm. so you just jump right from, uh, yeah, like right from performing arts and all mm-hmm. of that right mm-hmm. into sports. So mm-hmm. how was that a culture a culture shock or a mm-hmm. change for you? It wasn't. I used to spend summers uh, Jerry White camp, Michael Curry camp. Shout I out played, to Jerry White. Um, Talk yeah. to him this week. That's OG. Listen, he it's called me this week. Monique, I need you to, you always need something from me. But no, shout out to Jira. He's so, so cool. So cool. She calls me about three, four times a week. Doesn't matter what time. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> he called me twice last week. It was like, Monique, I tried to get in touch with you. I said, mm-hmm. you called. I was in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you're so important now. I mean, it doesn't matter. I was in a meeting. <laughs> text me. I ain't with all that texting. He's not. Not, but you'll send me a, a, a two paragraph email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he does. That's what he does. I'm, I'm excited because he called me about middle school all star. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little excited about that. We oh, yeah. Doing a little, couple of little things. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. Absolutely. Um, so kindergarten through fifth grade, I was at CT Walker. Um, Did everybody go to Walker? Mm-hmm, I want to say no. No. Okay. Hawkins is a did not. I don't think so. You and Fred. Me and Fred did. Gotcha. Yeah. And if they did, they went for 
a year or so, but I don't I don't think they did. Gotcha. It's a lot of things that I'm finding out now that I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't, I still find out a lot. Like, oh, where was But see, so you know, your first two or your first one, them be your test runs. Mm-hmm. You got to test them out real quick. Yeah. Then when you test them out, you be like, oh, okay, this is what I ain't doing with the rest of them. Well, my mom and dad, already they always said, okay, we set the foundation with Hawkins A. Fred kind of followed because all three of them are, are three years apart. Okay. I'm seven years behind Fred. Ooh, so I remember. it's just like, <laughs> I saw the foundation, I knocked all that stuff off. I created it. always be the yeah. baby. It always be baby that knocked the shit off the table. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm talking about flip the whole table over. Me and my brother are 10 years apart. Mm. And I promise on it, my mama could talk all that shit she wants. <laughs> That nigga is her favorite And she shows it And I'm cool with that I was the test baby You know I get it But he literally does Whatever he wanna do mm-hmm. He don't get called To do nothing It's always Hey I need you Come pick up Yeah What can you do Well your brother Has so much going on <laughs> And he had to work today God damn it I work too But you know It's cool yeah. I get it It's it's It sucks being the oldest though I, I will say that you you wouldn't know, know, wouldn't know you wouldn't it. know nothing about that. Exactly. <laughs> listen, your kids will tell you. Don't 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 worry. My daughter, she probably will. So how? Do, so you have three. I have three kids. What's the age? Uh, Serenity is ten. Trevor Junior is six, and Baby Luca is one. Oh shit! <laughs> God damn, that made me laugh. <laughs> ten and one. Uh huh. Oh God! Listen, I'm kidding. You gonna be on the top of the prayer list in the hey. mornings because you need it. We done. Oh, wait, that's it. Yeah, we done. No, you got to max out what the uh, pants did. Nah, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> did you think about it? What? One more. Nah, we done. We are done. My yeah. wife and I, we are done. She'll How long you been married? She'll tell you eight years. Nice. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Eight years, three mm. kids. <laughs> let's talk about college. No, mm. let's talk about. ARC just a smidge okay. more. So how how was that experience? Did just like because when by the time you got there, mm-hmm. everybody was gone. Mm-hmm. So you baby, you're there, you last one. Mm-hmm. How how was that? How did that work out? Uh, my first day, I never tell anybody until now. I was a little bit nervous. Okay. Um, I wasn't nervous coming from eighth grade, coming from Langford, but that was my first time I was actually in a public school setting. Mm. Um, but I was also in the. Uh, the IB wing. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we had classes were separate from everybody else. But yeah. my best friend, other best friend, Donzel Walton, he was there. Uh, so we were in the same class. So I kind of, I was okay. And then our other best friend, JP, he was, <clears throat> he was there, but he was in the other part of the school. Over you there know, with, yeah. with the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we, but we kind of interacted once uh, basketball season started. Gotcha. Um, they don't do that like that anymore. Nah, they're, you know. they're kind of integrated now. Everything so is, everything yeah. is, but, it has like almost tripled in size mm-hmm. too. Um, so, what about basketball? How was that like? How was that for you? Just not playing previously, just jumping. I mean, playing not playing in a school setting mm-hmm. previously, but maybe rec or something yeah. like that. So, so that and that was that was the whole thing coming to ninth grade. Um, when when my brother told my parents like, "Hey, look, listen." Cause I played travel ball and I was averaging close to about twenty five thirty. Okay. And so, oh, so you was all right. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't in a school. Gotcha. You know to play ball. So my brother was like, "Hey, look, listen." Told my parents, "It's time for Trevor to go to school. Like school, school." Yeah. So took me. My parents were like, "Okay." So they took me out of well, Davidson. So were you going? Oh, you were already at Davidson. Yeah, I was at Davidson sixth and seventh grade. So they took me ah. out after after my seventh grade year. He's like, "Go to Langford. Go to homeschool." We ended up winning the championship over there. So you did or didn't play at Langford? I did, my eighth grade year. Just your eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's gotcha, when gotcha. I got there. So going from Langford to Richmond was, I mean, I've never experienced nothing like that, but I knew I wasn't going anywhere else. That's okay. why all my brothers went to school. So of course. I'm not going anywhere we do else. That. <laughs> so ninth grade, I was just literally just in limbo until basketball season. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So, so you just class every day, mm-hmm. home every day. That's it. That's it. But what about football? What about it? I mean, <laughs> your other brothers were like playing football and possibly. Fred was the only one. My cousin HJ played. Okay, but... so them two. Mm-hmm. Never got a wanted to. Never, never crossed my mind to play. But, but you're pretty fast, though. Yeah, I, I could actually play. Like, I really, they, and the coach wanted me to play, but I'm, no. For two reasons. I didn't want to hit nobody. I didn't want nobody to hit me. me. 
<laughs> Simple. <laughs> and it wasn't going to happen. Listen, because I think that's that has to be like my, I'm a football junkie. Mm-hmm. So I love football. I watch football on Sundays. I'll go to the bar and watch football. I date a football player. So I like football, but the hidden part is the best part for me. I just love to see it. I always say, God, give me a, a black son so I can have him out here running this football. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a girl. I'm good on that. Now, what I should have played was soccer. How come? I was really good at it. I was the first poor I played. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you want to teach your kids how to put... Is that on the they're table? In, they're in soccer. Nice. Mm-hmm. So why why do you think it just wasn't pursued? Uh, so... That, that definitely could have been a, a off to the basketball thing. Well, this is the thing. I wanted to have a fresh, a fresh full season of basketball okay. um, to see what happened with that. And then I ended up playing in the peace jam. So everything else was off the table. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Trevor said it's either gonna yeah. be this way or this way, and mm-hmm. if it ain't this way, it's definitely this way. Everything else was off the table. I I became ranked in the state, ranked in the country, so everything else was off the table. How was that for you? Uh, what what was the ranking like in the state? When I graduated in the state, it was top twenty five, um, and then in the country, it was top one hundred. Listen, I. I always used to say, 150, top 150. that's Fred. What's a little brother right there? He he gonna be all right. Like he really good. But then I never. We were just kind of so, you know, we're so age difference. Mm-hmm. I used to always want to be like, oh, let me get to a basketball game. Let me get to a basketball game. And then I'd be like, eh, I ain't got time to do all that. Or oh, this party going on. Or oh, the cues doing stuff over here. Yeah. So it's just like, eh, eh, eh. but you always used to hear like, see you in the paper and mm-hmm. stuff like that. How was that? I mean that was exciting. Uh it was always good, you know, to see your name, see points by. Okay. Um and I was super super competitive. I was really arrogant. Who's your coach back then? Uh Coach Nobles. Ah. Yeah, coach Nobles, Steve okay. Nobles and um Coach Bradley. Okay. Mhm. I was I was I was extremely arrogant. That's probably why some people don't like me now. They still think I'm the same, completely different. I I used to hear that, but <laughs> I I think for me that didn't that wasn't a thing cuz it's like He's a baby. He's the baby that used to like tag along. Like I don't see him. I don't understand what y'all talking about. This is the baby. Like how I was on the court and how I was uh, off the court. Two, little, two different. Well, that's people. business. Business mm. is business. That's just like when I'm here and I'm hit, sitting here. I might be the nicest conversationalist mm. ever. When I close this laptop and turn this mic up, I don't give a damn. I don't want to talk <laughs> to nobody. My phone on do not disturb. It's funny because I tell my cheerleaders all the time, if you got something to say, text me. Mm-hmm. If it's important, text me and let me know you about to call mm-hmm. me. So I can mentally like prepare. I, I think my hand right now is in so many pots yeah. that when I get home, <laughs> I don't really want to talk. I don't want to do nothing. Me and my daughter have those first 30 minutes when I get home. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, a, we good? We done? All right. I'm going back and hit my room and yeah. close the door. So I'm good. But I just, I don't know. I've been, I kind of been, I guess being the oldest and having this much age difference between me and my brother. When I was 17, 18, you know, he was seven or eight. Like, yeah. Nothing in common. He was he was the tag along. It was, hey, you going to practice? Take your brother with you. Yeah. You, you got a game today? Take your brother with you. You know, it was just kind of like that. So now, even now, like, we don't, we talk, but it's just not often. And so my mom was like, you need to call your brother. I'm the oldest. Call me. Check on me. I'm I'm 40. Like, call and check on me. So I, I get it. So how was it like just having, like, four brothers, being a baby, and just, Kind of like I don't want to say living in the shadows, but you know mm-hmm. you're kind of living in the shadows of your brothers. Cause so I was. How, how did that? How was that for you? Um, for me, it was it was almost like I was in Disneyland. Like it was. I used to, I look up them for everything. So, Aww. um, Hawk he's 13 years older than me. Okay, Zay was 10. Fred was seven. So, like with Fred, I hung around Fred a lot. Yeah, bother him the most. Yep. Um, Zay probably took care. Of me the most um, Outside of everybody Like as far as like Showing affection and love Hawk was definitely hardest on okay. me um, So they They all were different In their own rights But they all love me the same And I love all them the same It's just I know I was annoying <laughs> I, No doubt Look, you I was aggravating Oh yeah absolutely Absolutely And I didn't care So fast forward Delaware <laughs> State mm-hmm. How did that come about? So Cause out of all places to go yeah. You skipped all the, I did. The HBCUs, you skipped all Georgia schools. You, I did. You just like, shoo, shoo, I'm going this way. So, 
I had about five or six schools on my radar. Okay. Um, we'll narrow it down. Um, Presbyterian, um, Walford, uh, Naval Academy, Delaware State, and there was one more, uh, Jacksonville University. Okay. So um, there were others in the pot, but those those were my five. And um, when my brother passed on my birthday in 05, I kind of like, I kind of just went a different direction mentally. And so uh, Waffle wanted me to take the SAT over again. I told him I ain't really. Yeah. yeah SAT was born. I didn't. Listen, I took the ACT and they was like, oh, you got a great, great score. Great. Yeah. I am never taking the SAT again. Nah. By that time I had to the SAT twice and I couldn't quite break a thousand. And yeah. I was just like. I feel dumb. This nah, is hard. Nah. And so I took the ACT and got a great score and was like, I'm done. Nah, I didn't. I didn't want to take it again, so I didn't. Um, so University of South Carolina, University of Georgia were two schools that wanted me. Well, come to find out, University of Georgia, that um, Lou Williams, Mike Mercer, they were on their on their board. So it kind of pushed me down a little bit. So they were off. Why? Why was that? Uh, Lou Williams ended up opting out of going to college and went to the league. Mike Mercer was still on their board. So mm. technically I wouldn't have played as a freshman. Mm. I would have just been set out, set out for a year. So they didn't really offer me a scholarship. Said it would have been a waste of my time. Mm. Um, University of South Carolina, almost the same thing now. South Carolina head coach at the time, Dave Odom, came down to the high school, used to visit me. We used to talk all the time. Okay. Everything. And so um, Devin Downey and Zan Frederick Trent were transfers coming into South Carolina. So I was supposed to go there where Dominique Archie went and Austin. Yeah, Steve. absolutely. We, we all worked out. Shout together. out to Dominique. He yeah. went to the best school in Richmond County, uh, oh, T.W. Joe's High School. Oh, it's okay, Trevor. You you already knew what you was walking into when dad, you got here. My dad graduated from Joe's. Absolutely. So. so you know the vibes. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm always welcome to their homecoming. You're right. Here. You can come to the cookout. You know, so. <laughs> so yeah, so South Carolina off the board. Okay. Um, uh, Coach Buck Harris wanted me at Campbell. Okay. Um, he had some discrepancies with the other coaches there, to whereas he wanted me and some of them didn't. And then it's crazy. So <clears throat> I'm gonna come back to that in a second because something happened freshman year. Um, so Delaware State offered me for a ride on the table, and I'm like, you know, Zay's in the military. Um, Hawk is heavy in his career. Yeah. Um, Fred's gone. So, and I'm still trying to figure out who I am and what I have to offer. Yeah. So let me go. Somewhere where I don't I'll know anybody. Only person I knew was Darren, my god brother, uh, Darren Shine, who went there, but he was on his way out. Mm. So it was almost like, okay, it's perfect. I'm coming in, he's leaving. Um, so I started ended up starting my freshman year, and when I say I picked the worst school to play basketball at, oh no, I did. I did. Yeah, Why? I, it, was, it was awful. My freshman year was fine. Um, I was ranked in the country in steals, ranked um, in the conference in assisted turnover ratio. I hardly ever turned the ball over. Um, but we played so slow. <laughs> we played in So explain that to me. I'm not a basketball person, so <laughs> give me a little give so me a little feedback on Darren that. Darren and I are two different types of point guards. Okay. I'm more of an up, up-tempo point guard, like the run and gun. Okay. Um, can play the two a little bit. Darren is more of a – he has to have the ball in his hands, controls the offense, more of a – more runs, more of sets and anything, so more of half-court okay. game. Okay, okay. I, what I understand State, a little bit. That's what Dell State was. Okay. They didn't tell me that when they when mm. they told me to come in. They said, we're going to change up a little bit. So I'm all for it. So how how hard was that to maneuver knowing your playing style versus mm-hmm. what they were already said? It was frustrating. I was ready to leave. And my girlfriend, who's my wife now, she told me to leave. And she even asked. She said, why are you here? Yikes. <laughs> You're above this. Like, Yikes. why are you here? I didn't know why I was And I stayed, which is I'm Four glad years. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But why, though? Uh, I slowly started to realize um, – that you didn't, you could still go overseas if you wanted to, which mm-hmm. I'll get to that in a second. Um, so I was already deep in school. I had already kind of did most of my classes. So I was, I was just ahead and I didn't feel like transferring. Maybe they wouldn't take a few classes if I had gone anywhere. So I just stayed. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So was going overseas like a thing? Mm-hmm. What happened? My daughter was born. Oh. And... I wasn't not everybody's situation is different. Okay. With me, I know I couldn't I couldn't handle that. Um, being away from her. 
okay. to pursue my dream when I just brought her into this life. Okay. So I ain't go. So simple. Fast forward to the real world. And I it it <laughs> and it, it goes like, just like that. <laughs> hit me like a ton of bricks, which is uh so um when I graduated, my wife and I graduated at the same time in 2011. So turned overseas down, daughter was born. My coach brought me back as a grad assistant and said, you know what? You took, you gave me, I gave you hell for four years and you were my captain for four years. And we had a decent relationship. He said, but the one thing you did, a lot of people wouldn't. And you stayed and you just fought through it. So I'm going to put you through grad school. Oh, I nice. Said, I said, all right, coach. He said, yeah, I'm a, and you get a thousand dollar stipend. Okay. Um, so, which all that went towards daycare, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> listen, and daycare is listen. Daycare is the jug. Trust me. Yeah. If you ever want to make some good money, mm-hmm. you could charge almost a hundred dollars a head in that bitch. That's yeah. worth. That's that's better than the club. I'm telling you. So he put me through grad school. Um, I said, well, coach, it's a two year program, and you just told me that you was gonna pay for it. What I'll do is, I'll finish in a year and a half. Look at you, overachiever. And Sound I like a Welcher. Finished in a year and a half. Got two degrees. My wife didn't want to stay in Delaware. We both got offered jobs up there. Okay. She's like, nah, I ain't trying to stay here. I said, well, the only, only place I know to go is back home. Yeah. Came back home. No job. Thanks. No job. So I was 23, two degrees. No work baby, experience. Wife. Baby, wife. No job. So... I started selling knives. Now this 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 gonna take a minute because oh, it, it leads it leads into it leads into how I got the job I got now. Okay, as director in um in Thompson. So, but these are growing pains. Yeah, and, and when you and I think this is a good story to mm-hmm. tell anybody to be honest because I think a lot of young adults think that oh I'm gonna go to college and don't get me wrong college was great. Mm-hmm. I went to Payne. I went to AU. College was great, but <laughs> they never tell you about the little the little medium after that. You know, that little how life kind of really mm-hmm. hits you fast. Because, you know, some I, I teach, I mean, I, I coach young people and I mentor. <clears throat> so a lot of them think, oh, you know, you come out, you get a job. Yeah, if you're trying to be a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's certain <laughs> skill sets and certain jobs you come out and you go, you, you know, right into your yep. career. But there are a lot of times, that just don't happen. And then sometimes you stay at a college for four years and you get out and you be like, I don't want to do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like then here, hello, career change. But I also think we are also living in a new time where more people are just saying, fuck this degree, fuck working for somebody else. Let me just find something I'm good mm-hmm. at, you know, and I can kind of, yeah. you know, try this entrepreneurial life and see how that works for me. So that that's a that's definitely a good story to tell because you're never going a lot of times you want to come out, you know, two degrees job mm-hmm. and and then it also depends on your demographic. Yep. You know, if you, certain areas like home, love home, home always going to be home, but one thing I've learned about home is Every almost every job I've had was because I knew somebody, knew somebody. or yeah. my parents know somebody. You know, my my dad. You, you know my dad. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows my dad. Like, oh, your dad referee. Your dad do this. Your dad cut grass. <laughs> da, 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 da. Your dad a capital. So if you know Tony, you know Pam. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's just like. Okay, you know, a few people be like, oh, no, you're paying. Oh, come on, apply for the job. Or, oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Your daddy owe me a favor. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. And that's that's one thing that I like about home. But it has also been a crutch, too, because that little thing can keep you here. Mm-hmm. And I've always been the, I want to leave here. Mm-hmm. I went to school here. I remember um, graduating from Josie. I got accepted to Clark Atlanta, Payne, AU, Georgia Southern. I was just ready to make a move. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. So my biological dad played football for Grambling and Clark Atlanta. So I was like, oh, I'm going to Clark Atlanta. Yeah. And so my mom was like, the hell you not? <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Why not? And she was like, mm-mm, you ain't, you ain't ready for Atlanta and Atlanta ain't ready right. for you. And I was like, she was like, you can go to Payne or you can get a job. I always like visiting Atlanta. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could ever stay in Atlanta. Though. Outskirts, yes, but. I want to be there. Uh-uh. I just need. I I like variety of things, and it's funny because <laughs> it, any of my friends listens to this will say that bitch lying. <laughs> she, <laughs> she lying. She don't like to go out. She don't like. To, I don't like to do shit here. 
Yeah. Because I don't like to do the same things. Like, And I'm going to give you a good example. So the other night, I went out with my friends. And then after afterwards, I was like, I'm going to the studio. Yeah. Now, mind you, I was on Snapchat the day before. <laughs> and studio looked like a motherfucking movie out there. I'm talking about on a Wednesday. It was police everywhere. They was cooking food. It was niggas out in the street. I was like, yes, I want to do hood rat shit yeah. with my hood rat friends. I get out that motherfucker Thursday. It wasn't but four or five people there. I said, see, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. I'm taking my silly ass home. While the, while the iron's hot, I don't know that. when to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't familiar. And see, I'm one of those... I gotta, it gotta hit me type mm-hmm. things. Normally, I have practice through the week. So when I come home, I still got practice on my mind. I got work on my mind. I'm coming home. I'm doing fundraisers, doing flyers. Yeah. I got my girls texting me, oh, Miss Rose, what about da 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 da? And I'm mm-hmm. like, God, Lee, I just, I can't catch a break. So it's just like, even though, you know, small city, whatever, I just want a variety. I want to be able to say, oh, I didn't go to the same place three times this mm-hmm. week, you know, or I don't have to go. And no no disrespect, but I ain't got to go to the studio if I want to have a good time. Shout out to Deron, DJ Nightmare, all the, all the fellas down at uh, studio. But, you know, I want to be able to have that variety. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to go to school. My mom was like, no, I went to pain for a year and shit, I had a great time. <laughs> Great time Wednesday through Sunday Party Parties And then Mom was like Oh You had a good time You and this 275 mm. And you can carry your ass Down the street To AU Cause I ain't finna keep Giving paying my money So Went to AU It was I never forget It was $1,500 a semester mm-hmm. Best $1,500 I ever <laughs> spent In my life It is nowhere near that Right now No But I was like Alright cool And I messed around And got a job At I was working Well I was in school And I got a job At MCG Making like $15 an hour And I was like Shit Fuck this school stuff I ain't got time <laughs> for this yeah. Just I can work And I did <laughs> For a while And so then it just became like, mm, after like doing that job for a while, kind of liking it, not liking it. Then, oh, I had a baby and, oh, I need more than $15 an hour yeah. for this little kid. And it just, mm, it was a shit storm after that. <laughs> so it was like, all right, I got to go back to school. So, you know, all the stories are never the same. The endings are... You know, mm-hmm. kind of okay, but you know, you really have to just kind of focus on what it is that you want to do. So now, fa- fast forward, two degrees, a baby, a wife, back mm-hmm. in Augusta, no job. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> Selling knives. So knives. Um, sold insurance. Um, and when I say I sold knives, I made one sale. My mom bought a set. God. Just, uh, and we were planning a wedding during that time. And so, oh, my gosh. Uh, tried to sell insurance. It wasn't good at Car that. Insurance, at, life, at, insurance? Uh, life insurance? Life insurance. No, it was no insurance, pretty much, because I didn't sell anything. <laughs> um, uh, I became a property manager. Okay. So, uh, thanks to Mr. Barner, who, 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 was a, who was a good family friend. Uh, uh, shout out to the unk. Yeah. Um, Reggie Barner and my dad Absolutely. are our best friends. Yeah. So he, he knew he knew that he's like okay let me Trev looking for something let me just yeah. get him a job right now I know he's not gonna gonna stay here stay here that long so um, became a property manager while I was a property manager I'm gonna end up getting a job at USC Aiken as assistant boss, basketball coach okay um, and then I got a job full time job at the Boys and Girls Club in the afternoon while I was working there was working at Payne College as a professor. Became the youngest Look professor. Look at you. Yeah, youngest now professor. Now you done bossed up. Had. A few yeah. years and went by, you done bossed up. What were you teaching over at Payne? Health, PE, and aerobics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I became a professor at 23, okay. 23, 24. And so for a minute, um, I just kept, I kept three jobs. So I left Boys and Girls Club, went to uh, went to work at the Y. Worked at the Y for a good minute, about two, three years. Then ended up working at, um, at the school system teaching PE. Um, Richmond County. Mm-hmm. Okay, did that for two years. Left there, uh, went to USC Aiken full time as the business manager. It charged me, they gave me ten bucks an hour as a business manager. I'm thinking I'm coming Ooh. to a salary position. They said, "No, nah, we're gonna do a trial and error run." Trial and error, right? See how so, they, see how they do black people. I got 
Got all their budget stuff up to date. Now, and Becky went over there. They gave that whole 35000 starting out oh, at least. I looked at what they were giving the uh, former business manager. You okay. can see all that stuff. And they were paying them paying them over forty five. See? And so I left there. And mind you, I'm still teaching that pain. two degrees. Yeah. Still teaching that pain. Still coaching at USCA. And you took the job? Mm-hmm. Shit. Well, I ain't have. I didn't have anything else. It was politics. I going stayed on. at Richmond County. Nah, they were. They were. They were. They were. They were tripping. They was politicking on they you. Were, they were politicking there, which is fine. Yeah. Um. Always. I'm always. Shout, on shout out to Richmond County though. They do sign the check every two <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Uh, ain't no love lost. I love y'all, but y'all be full of shit sometimes. So left USC Aiken, and at at the time I was working at all three colleges. Nobody has ever done that. Wow. Augusta. Teaching that pain, working at. Uh, coaching at USC Aiken, and then I got a job at AU as an academic advisor. So, wow! When I took that one, I was like, you know what? Let me just chill. Let me just let me just do this. Right. Let me see what this takes. So I let pain go. Didn't go back. Um, stop coaching because okay. it became more about more so other than just basketball. And so I got a call from my barber saying, "Hey, there's a job in Thompson. You need to apply for it." Mm. So the first time in my life. I was like, okay, if I do get this interview, what do I do? Gotcha. Because I'm tired of selling my resume. I need to sell who I am. Right. And sell what I've been through. And what you believe and, in and, and, yeah. and, and what what type of culture you want to put yeah. out there. So so by by and they offered after after the first first interview. Okay. Gave me a call back. And so with this job, um the director of parks and recreation. So I literally have all those jobs I work it was for a reason. Yeah. So I had, you know, my saying, I had two sayings, two hashtags, all things wreck, and always we never meet. So everything that I went through, all those jobs has prepared me for this one because now I'm in a place where the county manager, board of commission, and the mayor, they allow me to create. Oh, so you saying if I need a job, I can call you. We can, we we have started a business incubator in Thompson. Listen. Y'all heard Trevor Welcher say it first. <laughs> now, if Richmond County started tripping in a few weeks, I got your number, bro. We started a business incubator. So if you said, hey, Trevor, I want to partner with Thompson McDuffie Rec Department, um, a podcasting school. Okay. We can set it up. Let's do Listen, don't don't threaten me with a good time now. Just saying. I've been looking to produce a few things 70, around 30, here. 70 30 split. So whoever um you can charge whatever fee you want to sign up. Okay. 70% go to you, 30 come back to the county. Look at that. That's a good look. But how do you feel being able to put those type of opportunities out there for people that look like you? Um, and, and to be honest with you, it's in a county like Thompson in McDuffie County. Uh, it's essential. It's essential. Um, there are, you know, and that's, that's one of the things that I love about the coach that I had at Dell State. Mm-hmm. I always told me, keep living. Okay. And that's the reason why I stayed. Okay. To him, he saw something in me that I didn't even see yet. It was going to be bigger than basketball. Yeah. And for him to know that then and to what I've been through now, it's like I, I knew, I okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it now. So to provide those type of opportunities for kids who just really, what, what do they do? Okay, when people think about recreation, what's the definition? Yeah. Any activity done for enjoyment when one is not working. So it's not just basketball. It's not just football. Yeah. Those things are essential. But what happens to the kid over here? That doesn't want to play sports. Yeah, we have to have something for them. We started esports. What happened to the kid over here who wants? So what is esports? Uh, the, the video games and all that. Okay, like because they like that shit. Scholarship. <laughs> there are scholarships for that now. They win. They win money. They in a tournament for stuff like that. Never we, seen nothing like that. Us in recreation, we have to think about all things right. So that's what I started doing. And what about the kid who's heavily into music? Okay. What do they do? Who do they go to? They can't just say, oh, I'm going to go to the studio. Do they know how to write? Do they know how to produce? Trevor knows how to do all this Come stuff. on, Trevor Welcher. <laughs> Look at you. All things red. Working on the album right now. Okay. Oh, let's talk about it. No, before I get into that, <laughs> I do want to ask kind of a hard question. Mm-hmm. How how has the death of your brothers affected how you've moved for the last couple of years? Uh, um, I remember... Um, I knew, I knew it was your birthday when mm-hmm. when Fred passed, so that was a shocker for mm-hmm. all of us. Um, I think because I had maybe seen him hmm, maybe a month or so. Mm-hmm. He had been home for a weekend. We hung out at my house, and then the next thing you know, boom, 
And then fast forward a few years later, boom again. Mm -hmm. How do you think that affects you mentally? Uh, I have my days. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that my family depends on me from mother, father, brother, um, my kids, my wife. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't let it take over my life as far as being sad. I can't. I have to keep pushing because I know that's what they would want me to do. Absolutely. Um, but mentally, it did do something to me. Um, and, you know, I still have my, my days um, knowing that my mother and father are pushing as well. And my brother, he's he's moving how he's moving. Uh, you know, life is short. Yeah. So that's that's what brought about the Trey says things. Um, just kind of bringing bringing that out of people who are going through something we all going through something yeah. ain't nobody perfect i don't care we ain't you don't sit up here and tell me that somebody is out here just, you ain't going through nothing oh like, yeah we don't all lost people so absolutely you know just knowing that it, it just wasn't me and i know how i am as a person i've considered life as a challenge it's one of the greatest challenges one of my greatest fears because i fear i do fear dying i do especially before my kids does um, it give you anxiety? Mm-hmm, it does. I remember um, maybe my son, my daughter will be 18 and maybe like three weeks. So I remember when I was pregnant with her, I used to have, that's that's when I realized I had real terrible anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, my aunt called and she was just talking and oh, such, such, such dad and da, 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 da. And it took my no lie, I took my mind somewhere else, and I just started hyperventilating mm-hmm. and crying, and then I called my mom, and she's like, well, what's wrong with you? And there was, I'm just at home. Mm-hmm. I ate day, I don't went to work, I am not, you know, I feel fine. And she said, what's wrong with you? And I said, I am terribly afraid to die. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know how the old parents are. Well, you need to go to church, you ain't living right. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was more to it than that. It mm-hmm. was just the fear of the unknown, you know, how my daughter is going, you know, who's going to take care of my daughter if I'm not here in right. my absence. But it's 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 funny now because I don't have that same. I've I've kind of like mm, maybe coached myself mm-hmm. through um my anxiety attacks and the things that I think about and controlling my thoughts and cuz I'm a I'm a um overthinker. Mm-hmm. So my mind is always over all, all over the place and I'm always well, what if or how does this person feel I'm always concerned about how other people feel and how they possibly perceive me so I've just kind of learned to control my thoughts a little mm-hmm. bit more and I think also seeing people my age die right just really just was like all right I gotta I gotta I gotta control this or I'm gonna be crazy and it, it was just one it, it was hard work but it was a lot of I need moments to myself mm-hmm. it was a lot of I don't want to talk on the phone and, and I think now I've kind of low-key mastered protecting my peace because mm-hmm. now that's what we call it now yeah you know and so it's like now I'm to the point where yes as soon as my my car pulls up in the driveway my phone automatically goes mm-hmm. on do not disturb yeah. i have my favorites i have the people that i want to <laughs> talk to um i control the things that i you know think about and where my mind goes and when i'm unable to control it this is how you know i meditate or do other mm-hmm. things to try to like fix that so i think just kind of pressing through when you don't want to press through mm-hmm. is like one of the hardest things to do, but it's so very necessary when other people depend on you. My brother Zay, um, he was struggling his, his last few years, um, you know, with depression, and you know he he would always have fun with us around family, but he yeah. was battling internal battle. He had been over in the military, and yeah. that PTSD just got the best of him. So. Um, he was always an advocate of, you know, before I did Trev says things was called, you know, just get up out that bed. I used to just do morning videos. Okay. And so he would always look at those lad, call me up. I'm talking about during the day, five, six times. Hey man, you got me over here rolling. Now. I'm like, I'm at work, man. So, you know, uh, with his death, it was a little different. Um, you know, I, we truly wanted him to be at peace. Um, and so he's at, he's there now. So I think with me, uh, Spreading love and protecting that peace yeah. is, is has been the biggest thing to me. I truly do not like negativity. 
and negative things and negative people. You have got to get away from me. Simple, simple. I'm working on it. I could be, <laughs> listen, I could be just a smidge here, here or there. But I think it's more of me expressing how I feel in that mm-hmm. moment. I don't, it may be negative. It could be. I'll That's take that. Pain. That's your opinion. You have an opinion like that. Not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about people that come around. They're always bad talking people. They always got something to say negative. Like not not having an opinion. That's different. But I don't argue with anybody. Unless we talking about stuff, I don't mind, you know, having a discussion. A little nightlife debate. But I'm not arguing like as far as getting my blood pressure high and I like to the point where I'm hating somebody. No, 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 no. Trevor ain't arguing with you. I I mean, I just want to fight. Otherwise, I'm going to stop talking. I'm be like, what's up? What's up? What's up with the head up? I'm ready. That's how I feel. But you know, that's the Joes in me. No, nah, so. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I just, I don't, I don't argue with people. Like, I just try my best to just spread love. Like, whenever you're around me, you're not allowed to talk bad about yourself. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. No, 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 no. We getting out of that. What you need help with? Yeah. Let's, let's, how about you think about this? Let's, let's, the let's world needs more people like Trevor. I don't think a lot of people will say that. There's some people that hate my guts. And you know what it does to me? I love it. I was going to say, the <laughs> smile on your face right now is priceless. I love it. It don't bother me at all. So is that how Trev Says So came along? Yeah, so the Trev Says things. You're going to have oh. me change it to Trev Says So. I like that, though. <laughs> That's not the first time I... Listen, I did that to somebody else, and they was like, but I like that name better. Yes! Sorry. No, nah, so, so Trev Says Things came about... Um, I just... You can use that as, as a hashtag. <laughs> so... I started, uh, once I got this job, I had to kind of tone it back a little bit. Um, still wanting to do, uh, I still do my public speaking. I still do my motivational speaking. Um, I still do my mentorships. Um, but I had to kind of do it on a different scale. I wanted to figure out how can I incorporate this job with what I do on a daily basis. Okay. Um, and they supported it. My county manager, HR, they supported it. I wanted to make sure I was doing stuff within the guidelines. Gotcha. Um, so. Look at you. What I did was I said, hey, you know what? Like I said before, podcasting. Maybe took up too too much of my time for the setup and all Wait, that. Wait, so you podcasted? I was I was about to. Okay. I was about to. And you know, I have a I have a team consists of about three or four people, close friends. Keep your team. I tell um, people that all the time. And they was like, you know what? We don't think that that's gonna that's gonna be you. What okay. we what we think you just need to say stuff and keep it moving. Yeah. He has it, my producer has his equipment all the time. Shout out to Zach. Uh oh head Zach. <laughs> and uh he always has his mic. On him, he was like, "Let's just mic you up one day, mic me up, and it just because I, I, so I'm nosy a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when I see your videos, I be like, where he at? Mm-hmm. Look like you downtown. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a nice little background because you know that's how creatives get ideas. Mm-hmm. If I look at something and I see something, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a video of the guy the guy that's Issa Rae's brother on Insecure he did like a little black and white video mm-hmm. he was just talking da, 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 and I didn't even watch the whole thing I went cut it off and I my my cousin Dexter he does some of my visuals sometimes I text him I was like hey look at this don't look at all of it look at yeah. half of it I want to do something like this and he was like, all right, cool. Well, when we recording again? I was like, all right, cool. So he came over here, and I had the table over here. And he was like, you ready? I was like, yeah. So turned it on. I talked for seven minutes straight. Mm-hmm. No fuck-ups, no nothing. One take. One take. And <clears throat> I had to send you a video. Best seven-minute video ever. I use it for a promo here and there. But when I see something, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I like that, but I think that's just that's just a little a creative thing. So every time yeah. I see yours, I be like, "Where he at?" We try to pick a different location. We were actually in Charlotte. Gotcha for my birthday on my birthday weekend, and he was just like, "Pick a location downtown." So we saw this uh, this four way stop in the street. He was like, "Man, this this spot is perfect." He's like, "Okay." The hardest part, the hardest part about doing Trev says things is me remembering everything I say. Oh yeah, I don't I don't have a script or anything. I me just kind of go off the dome and I. I do about 20, 30 takes, but the videos, if you look at the videos, they're no longer than a minute. Yeah. So we wanted to do quick hitters where people can just watch and keep it moving. I'm taking notes. I'm taking yeah, notes. So that that's where I, that's why I say when it came to the podcast, I say, you know what? I know a lot of people don't like they don't like to listen to me that long. So let me give them some quick, I quick do. hitters. I love it. It's funny because <laughs> when I was when I first started a conversation with Mo and I was working with Grop, Grop said, You need to do Two minute segments twice a week, well, once a week, and call it 
uh, Motown with Mo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's cool. That's great. And then I was like, well, what the hell am I going to talk about? <laughs> <Two minutes. laughs> and, and so I did, me and Dexter <clears throat> did like a take here and there over the summer. And it was cool. Never dropped them. Mm. So now him and I have kind of revisited that. And now I'm like, I like Mo said so. Maybe that's why I keep saying Mo say so. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I like Mo said so. And he was like, okay, well, that's cool. But I also like Mo talk with Mo too. So it's just like kind of like trying to find, yeah. you know, the niche and, and see, I don't have the time. Yeah. To like, and see, Dexter's really busy. And so we're just really just trying to like find a cohesive time because I like your concept of like kind of just being out in the element instead of being in front of this, this board, this, Background over here Like I, I say stuff all the time Like I say stuff And it's Like I said The people I hang around <laughs> We have these Off the wall conversations All the time Yeah And it's just like Okay we like Okay we coming up with a name Trev says thing Cause man you just be Yeah Over there I'm like I like it So okay. Zach was like I like it That's what we gonna call it So we did an intro um, Video of what we were gonna be Talking about A lot of motivational things A lot of funny things It's gonna be in my way I don't curse on on it And so kids can watch it Oh that's beautiful Cause we cuss around here (laughs) Look I'm not I'm not saying it's above anything But a lot of my stuff Gets played in corporate offices Yeah So you know I just like Let me just You know Well good Now I'm gonna take your stuff to work Cause some of them niggas Around there need Go ahead. Feel free to use it. Once it's out, it's out. So y'all feel free to do whatever y'all need with it. So where do you see that going next? Not even year. Let's just say three to six months. So we're going to finish this year out. Okay. Um, we're dropping two more videos. Uh, we're going to save bl- the bloopers for December. Okay. That, those are going to be hilarious. I like that. Um, but we got one more video to do this month. Um, and then in 2022... It's going to be interesting because now it's going to be Trey says things, but I'm going to be actually doing things like mm. going on cooking shows, uh, going to different um, corporate buildings. Why you bring your, your camera person today? <laughs> he, was, he had he had to do another shoot. God. He had to do another shoot, but he's, okay. ac- he's actually editing right now as, okay. we, as we speak. But um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Okay. 2022 is going to be real, real interesting. What What's next for you? So we got we doing big things down mm-hmm. in McDuffie County. Mm-hmm. Trev says things is gonna be taking a different launch in twenty twenty two. I can feel it. Um, <laughs> what's next? Uh, so working on um, growing within GRPA Georgia Recreation Parks and Association. Um, I got various roles in GRPA right now, trying okay. to grow the department in McDuffie County um, on a on a work. Work level, personal level. Um, I have an album that'll be releasing in 2022. So let's talk about that real. <laughs> you said that three different times, yes, ma'am. and every time I be like, I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna come back to that. But thank you, God. Um, you write music. You you music was the first thing I've ever done. Okay. Other than play, you know, before I did soccer, I used to do music. I grew okay. up in the church. Well, all of us did. Yep. Um, my dad's a former commodore at Tuskegee. My mom grew up in the church. My dad grew up in the church. My whole okay. family, we grew up in the church singing. And so one of the things that, that was always a dream goal of mine was to do an album. With life happening, um, I used to write, and I used to write in high school and college is where. So you can be a ghostwriter. Oh, yeah, I've been asked. Okay. I've been asked. Um, okay. That these are just one of the things that I that a lot of people didn't know I did. I used to sing with, a, with Augusta Children's Chorale. Okay. So I was. So <laughs> when you say album, mm-hmm. you talking about like future album? It's gonna be about ten to twelve tracks. Or like Trey it's, Song's album. It's gonna be a mixture of everything. I can oh. sing. I can sing, rap. I can do it all. So. So you drinking? I do a lot. <laughs> I do a lot, but it's it's gonna be a motivational album. Okay. Um, a lot of the song titles in there are gonna be uh, life things, people I hang out with, uh, what I've been through with certain certain topics. When can we um, expect the drop date? I want to say by the summer. Okay, so summer twenty twenty two. They're gonna be some visuals, um, mm. but this this album is gonna be it's a positive album. Okay. No cursing on this whole album. It's entire album. It's gonna be nice. But it, oh trust me, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be worth. I know I like cuss words. I know. Look, I, but once again. Some but not, not around Mrs. <laughs> or Dr. Welcher. Not at all. I know oh, how to act. Yeah, yeah. But some of these songs are going to have visuals that are going to get played in businesses because they're going to be used as positive things, positive messages um, related to mental mental health. Mm. And it's, Look, yeah. that sounds like a, listen. You're all giving things me wreck. 
You're giving me Rob Hill Senior vibes. You know who that is? <laughs> yeah. Listen, those are the vibes you give me right now, and I like it. All things, all things, Rick. Okay. That's 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 been my life, and you know, in closing with me, is I want people to understand that you can go pro in anything. Okay. It's not just oh, when somebody says I'm gonna be a pro. I want to be a pro. They talking about basketball, football, baseball, whatever. No, you can be a pro in anything. You know, that's funny you say that because Maine is my biggest mm-hmm. friend slash headache because <laughs> he was like. Anytime we sit at the table when I'm with, so for me, how I feel, when I'm at the table with him and and Slim, I always feel like mm-hmm. intimidated, just a smidge. Mm-hmm. And they be looking at me like, uh, you the goat. No, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all work way harder than me. And they do, but... I get, you know, they have a little bit more flexible schedules than mm-hmm. I do. But then I had to take a step back and say, it's not even about the scheduling. It's about how bad do you want it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I felt like, you know, maybe I, I did take a step back. I had a lot of personal life going on, but I was kind of also just kind of really enjoying mm-hmm. life at the moment. Life has changed drastically in the last mm, four to five to six months Mm -hmm. so now i'm back in a place where you know what i really need to get back on my shit yeah you know i like drake said oh i felt oh you said i fell out oh i needed that i needed that i needed that time of kind of maybe almost losing myself Mm -hmm. um or just kind of just Surrounding myself with things that really just weren't right for me at the moment. And man, I said that because man will always, when I wasn't recording and I wasn't writing, I wasn't blogging, man would text me randomly mm-hmm. and be like, um, oh, I remember one time he said, <laughs> I seen episode 60 such, 60 such out there. I was like, no, you didn't. He was like, I know. When the hell are you gonna record? <laughs> Maine, let me tell you, Maine is one of my favorite people. We don't talk every day. Yeah. Um, but when we when we talk, we talk. Yeah. And you know, he 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 knows when he brings me on this show, I'm gonna do me. Yeah. Like I'm I'm moving stuff in there. He and he'll go on live and say, Here go Trevor again, coming in here, rearranging stuff. We just gonna Listen, yeah. it's funny because before <laughs> before I start watching you, I would always see you in the comments uh-huh. of anything. Yeah. And I'd be like, Damn, yep. always got something to got say. Got something to say, yeah. And, you know, I thought, you know, I feel like that's me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I mean, it's, it's fine with me. I don't care. But, yeah. you know, everybody else over here got attitude. <laughs> and it's it's funny, but I love people like Maine because he keeps me on my square. Mm-hmm. He keeps me at a point where I don't really forget what I'm doing. And it's funny because I remember having a conversation with Trey and I was like, I, I want to, I'm thinking about kind of giving up podcasting, but not really giving it up. What do I want to do next mm-hmm. type thing? And so I got some stuff in mind. I ain't going to say, cause I know y'all some thieves out here. Y'all was still <laughs> oh, draws. Oh yeah. Ass. Oh yeah. But, but people need to understand like you all are pros. You main slim B cooks. Like y'all are, y'all are pros. Like this podcasting thing. People don't understand. Everybody want to do a podcast, Yeah, but oh, this hard work. It's hard work. And so, It's hard work for many different reasons. And and, and just to be clear, um, I always say this, and and I'm going to keep saying it. I want to do podcasting before, way before podcasting was a thing, Mm -hmm. more a long time before everybody was podcasting. And it was, I think the thing for me was I never wanted to do it by myself. Right. And I remember having some hiccups with some people because I always want to have a co-host. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, uh, shout out to Ty Cobra. I remember she said one day, she was like, let me ask you a hard question. And I was like, what's up? She was like, what if you got to do this by yourself? Mm. And I was like, nah, I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, just think about it. Yeah. She was like, because it's your show. You're passionate about it. Everybody's not going to be as passionate about it as you. And I was like, mm, nah, don't worry about it. And, around you know it's just me and it's funny because um shout out to lamp he has a show called conversations with lamp and he 
said to me one day, he inboxed me and was like, oh, I listened to the show. He was like, yeah, I like your, just, I like your shows when it's just you. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, I get it, you know, with you and the girls and y'all have a great time. He was like, but I really like your one-on-one interview. So now I'm just kind of transitioning to the one-on-one. And so, you know, my one-on-ones because yeah. I like those now. It's a different setting for me. But now I'm just thinking about transitioning into something totally different. I actually want to just kind of dabble into producing a little bit and, and see where that goes because more people want to start podcasts and that's great but they may not have the means or the knowledge or the know-how so i think that might be just a turn for me i said you're thinking about others and that's and that's the thing and i want people to understand when you've been known for something for so long yeah and then when you reinvent yourself to do something else that's that's you and that's god yeah like i didn't know what my life was gonna be until i started until i got this job in thompson i was still searching like what is like what is my purpose? I know I'm a father, I know my husband, I know I'm a son, I know my brother, like I've been known for basketball yeah. my entire life. And when I got that job in Thompson, it's like, okay, I I got it and then it's like, okay, this is something that I actually love doing. Yeah. And then with the Trev says things, it's like, okay, I can incorporate that with what I do. I see so much stuff throughout the day. So many kids need help. You got bringing in new staff and you, you're growing, you know, help growing a community now. And it's like, okay, you can be a pro at this. Yeah. So when I do these trail set things, I try I try my best to have fun with it and laugh and joke. I like them. Like, it's just life is short. So you're not going to ever get anything negative from me. <laughs> you meet me. Like, when, when, when I say we friends, we're friends. And that goes for anybody that meet me. All you're going to get is love and support. Simple. So that's going to be the premises moving forward in 2022. Like, just spreading more love and positivity. That's what we all need. Gotcha. Well, this has been so this, – this did it for me today. I needed this. <laughs> Listen, before you got here, I was like, I'm nervous. <laughs> and Trey was like, well, what are you nervous about? I was like, I don't know. I'm just nervous. <laughs> and I'm never nervous. So, like, I've changed how I do my show. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started the show – I used to write everything down. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. And then Ty Cobra used to, you know, produce for me. So she was like, all right. So she'll she'll ask me, who you having on? What you want to talk about? And I'll just say them two things. Mm -hmm. She'll send me back this whole little script thing. All right. So this, 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 and this. And then she stopped doing that because I just feel better when I'm just in my element. Right. Now I'm just like in the element now and I I don't need, you know, that. And, and just let it flow. I just, I feel better when it flows. You mm-hmm. know, it comes, the conversation is really, truly a conversation. Snatch. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much again, uh, Trevor, for joining us today. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for having me on. So, Tre- as you heard, Trev says things will be uh, something major in 2022. I'm claiming, <laughs> I'm putting it on the table right now. Uh, make sure, tell people where they can follow you on social media. Uh, you can follow my Instagram, Trev Says Things, uh, TikTok, Trev Says Things, Facebook, um, Trevor Welter, Royal Sound. So, wait, you on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. You got sucked into the TikTok? I did. Oh, I did. Listen, it's like a black hole. I promise every night I have the most trouble going to sleep because I'm on TikTok. I did. Well, the only reason why I did it, um, I'm I'm... Into the battle rap scene too. Gotcha. Um, as you can see, sometimes you'll see some of my videos just spoken word, but mm-hmm. it's, these are in battle rap form. Okay. Which I'm looking to have my first battle rap event. Um, Invite along, me along with some other other other. Uh, I'm come. Friends um, in 2022. So okay. We, 2022 is gonna be, it's gonna be real huge. I'm gonna start going out more yeah, in 2022. On. That's come what on. I tell people every every year. I'm gonna start going out more. And this album is a serious album. Akeem J Wells is producing it. Okay. A great friend of mine. Um, but nice. he's we're we're taking this one serious. So. If people want to get their children involved in any type of wrecks, mm-hmm. anything in McDuffie County, how can they reach you? Send me a message. Okay. And website? Simple. Uh, so you can follow our, our rec page, Tom, Thompson McDuffie Rec. Okay. Um, or you can go to just type in Thompson McDuffie Recreation Department and our county page will come up. Or you can forego all that and just message me. Okay. Ask whatever questions you Because he the director. He the boss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you so, so much for uh, having a conversation with Mo today. And anytime you need anything, call <laughs> me. If you need me to do something. I always tell people that. And it's funny because my daughter, Shicey ass, said one time, <laughs> why do you tell people that? You don't really want to do it. 
sometimes I do. You know, if you need me, then cool. I just can't. I can't always be everywhere mm-hmm. all the time, especially now with basketball season starting. We got two games a week. You're busy. And listen, man, I, I got. Text messages from a chili just now. I need to go in and check. Listen, so we're going to go out to this song right here. I heard this song on TikTok, and baby, it had me hollering. Mm. Y'all, this is Smoking Out the Window by uh, Silk Sonic. Y'all be blessed. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. Conversations with Mo is available on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Music Play. Please like, rate, and subscribe.